Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Soldiers, rise up. The war on Christmas is here and we need to take back what is ours. We need to rightfully be able to say Merry Christmas again. And today, Super Mega is leading that charge. None of that Xmas bullshit. Uh Uh-uh, none of that Happy Holidays bullshit. Not crossing out Christ, okay? Nope. You gotta capitalize that shit. Christmas isn't lowercase. It's not... It's not just some stupid word. It's a fucking noun. Let me tell you something. It's, yeah, it's, it's a, a pronoun. It's, a, it, it's it's a it is a what's it called? Proper noun? Sorry, proper noun. Yeah, it's a pro well, Christ could be a pronoun if True. you wanted. Yeah. I could be like if I just referred to you as just Christ, that's a pronoun. Yeah. But this is this is legitimately, guys, I don't think our nation or our world has ever faced a bigger crisis than what we're in right now. The war on Christmas is real. Don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. And we are here. We need to rise up. We, we, need, we need this movement of people to help us conquer the war on Christmas. Real talk, though, the holiday season always makes me think, like, especially with the war on Christmas stuff of when we first came back as kids with problems. Because the first video we posted was the Starbucks coffee thing. Oh, yeah. Which is no longer up, I don't think. Is it? Did it get taken down? I think I, pri- few- I, think I privated it just because it had to do with ISIS. Yeah. And you want... We, the thing is, we don't. If the kids with problems account gets fucked, uh, that's not good because that's a lot of like his old stuff that we yeah. Like, to, well, like, I mean, that's the thing for like, it's it's the same thing as if if Syndigo got fucked, then it's like, oh, I I don't have those videos anymore to look back at. I know I could download them, and I'm sure they're somewhere on a hard drive. I think, but something about just having the channel is really nice. Yeah, absolutely. Same with my old YouTube channel when I was twelve. But like, uh, <laughs> basically. Um, Three mat twenty three, nope. Okay, which one was it? Two mat twenty two, nope. One mat twenty one, no. Nope. Stop, just stop, just stop. Five mat just, just stop. What one did I miss? You, you something. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember anymore. You're editing this one. You can cut out whatever. But, you want. No, it's fine. <laughs> but like, um, yeah, that that we ne- we never made a single penny off of kids with problems. Nope. Uh, because they didn't. First of all, pretty much nothing was monetized, and also we never. We're able to connect an AdSense account, so we can never. We made those videos for nothing. We just made them for fun. But we did do that one where a couple three years ago was it three years ago now? Yeah, three years we, ago we, we we came back as kids with problems, and I think December of twenty fifteen. Oh my god! Wow, 
2015. Yeah. But that was when there was that whole controversy that Starbucks removed Merry Christmas off their cups and just said happy, or they just made it a red cup. Yeah. And and we just put the ISIS logo on the cup. When we, we, were, <laughs> we were, you were like, Matt, look at this. Did you see what Starbucks did with their cups? And I was like, yeah, the Merry Christmas thing. You're like, no, this. And it was just the ISIS flag. And I was like, Ryan, I, what? And you're like, yeah, it doesn't say Merry Christmas. <laughs> I know. The like, joke of the video was that you completely overlooked that the ISIS flag was on the cup and it yeah. just didn't say Merry Christmas. And then we started that hashtag. Um, oh, fuck. Oh, but my God. The worst, that video had the worst timing because the day after we posted it was, was when the, the Paris thing? Yeah, when, when ISIS did that attack in the concert in Paris, like the day after. And we was were the like, concert in Paris or was the artist thing? That was, a, that was way back in high school, I think, the okay, artist thing. Okay, never mind. But like, oh my God, I was just like, Oh, this timing couldn't be worse. Because I woke up to a text from my brother-in-law, and he's like, man, bad timing. I was like, why? And he's like, check the news. And I was like, fuck. Well, so then we had to, like, quickly end that hashtag of Merry Christmas ISIS. We're like, nope, guys, don't, nuh-uh. We just stopped retweeting it. We're like, the thing uh -oh. is, we told people to go out and get, like, hashtag Merry Christmas ISIS on the cups. Which, looking back, I would never do that now. No, no. We, we were... We were um, edgy, dude. Yeah, we were coming back into, like, a edgier type well, of phase. Well, I, I think the thing about that is... After Syndigo ended, we were, you and I were just very lost. We're like, what do we do? Because we don't do Syndigo anymore. Yeah. That was built up. And then I think it was like, well, I have this YouTube channel that I had with Jackson and then like some other people from like college here and there. And it was like, I kind of just uploaded my own videos to it. And I'm like, when I started working for uh, Mark back in 2015, he would, that was like the only social media I had at the time. Yeah. So that's what he would promote. So it started getting some traction. And I'm like, okay, this has some traction already. Not a lot, but it has some. So why don't we just, for the time being, until we figure it out more, why don't we just make videos and post them on the Kids of Problems channel? And that's what we did. Um, and back then, we were, first of all, much younger. But second of all, it's like we hadn't really found our voice yet or our style of comedy. So I think we kind of wanted to go for that edgy. The, ground, like, the groundwork was there, but the the kind of the, the jokes we chose and the way we chose about, the way we chose to go about those jokes I think we would do a lot differently in terms yeah. of also like just certain jokes we wouldn't make. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing about growth is like, well, you got to get your, well, like for us, it was like, we got to make a, we got to make a statement. We got to, we got to make sure people notice us. And so like being like, kind of like edgy was something that was working. Yeah. And, that, and especially in that time. And, and I think another part of it was because we were so closely affiliated with Markiplier's fan yeah. base. I think we were trying to find our own fan base, well, so we tried to be more edgy to try to break our voice in like a different ground. Because we didn't want all of his like no no offense, of course, but we didn't want all of his fans to just like teeter over to kids with problems. Yeah, we wanted like our we, own fans. Yeah, we wanted our own group, so we tried our best to kind of make the content that would push his the like the not push them away, just find a different audience. Yeah, you know, it would kind of like. His fans would come and be like, oh, maybe this isn't for me. Yeah. So. And, and I think that's also in the in the early days of, of all this, I, I used to just be like just so bitter on Twitter and stuff, especially about like fan bases. I, I was just an asshole back then because I I I remember I would you have a Let's Player as a profile picture. Yeah. Don't. Like like that whole era. Like I was now just, you don't care. Now you don't give a shit. Really? I was just insecure. Still have people blocked that have Let's Players as their profile picture from the people I blocked like three years ago. And I just <laughs> totally forgotten about, yeah. you know, I'm going to I'll go and I'll unblock everybody. Will you? But the thing is. I, Okay, but here's the real thing. If you, I don't know how to sort through that for people that I've blocked for legitimate reason and yeah. people I blocked during that thing. Well, I think you should keep the people blocked that tested you and you're like, respond to this and I'll block you. Hey, I mean, 
I, I said it. You did it. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I, I did exactly. What I'm a man of my word. It's a joke. You yeah, know? It's just but a like, joke. even in like early Superman when we started, we still hadn't found our voice. So that's why, like, I I just cringe watching some of those early videos. Just that jokes we make, where I'm like, ugh, that's, yeah. I I shouldn't have made that joke. But it's like, you know, we've grown as people, and I honestly think like we early twenties, you grow so much because well, I'm a completely different person with my views, who I am. But it's like, hey, that's that. <laughs> I just think. Also, like, putting in mind just, like, I think a lot of people who have recorded Let's Plays or even in another instance, like, daily vlogs, when you talk and do something so often, there's bound to be something that you said that you don't agree with or don't, that doesn't represent you anymore. Because the thing is, like, when people don't upload that often, there's a lot of, like, if you upload three or five videos a year, you have a lot to change, and that's very easily seen. The progression is easily seen, but with a channel that uploads almost every day, well, it's a very, it's then. a very, yeah, it's a very slow kind of growth into like the voice you want, the voice you're creating. Because yeah. we we weren't we weren't successful already, and so we weren't just like making a brand that was going to be like. What I'm trying to say is, we weren't a big business, and we weren't creating a brand, and we didn't have everything in place in terms of what we wanted the voice to be. We just knew. We wanted to go for something a lot more laid back. I think Super Mega started out as something where it's like, I don't want to think about like what I say and stuff like that. And to it's this like point, we're unfiltered. Yeah, we're... but at the heart of it, I think we wanted to be more relaxed in recording. We didn't feel like we had to be on our tiptoes in the beginning. But now since we're used to recording, we, we, we've, we've gotten a handle of like... We don't have to reach as far yeah, sometimes. Because we like, still reach. We still reach every Well, I mean, we, we still do make some pretty edgy jokes sometimes and, and say some very, like, you know, things that are like, oh, that's a pretty bad joke. Yeah. But, I, but I think, like, back then especially, it was like um, we would reach because I think we would try to be shocking and try to say shit that's like, oh, they said that. No way. Uh, as you said, a part of it was the fact that we were very close, closely intertw intertwined with, like, the Markiplier brand, which is... The exact opposite of what Super Mega started out as, right? You right, know? and and I think that was just us trying to find our voice, especially because I honestly we were pretty lost at that point, trying to figure out what we wanted to be, what our voice was, because that was right after well, all that shit happened. Well, what to fucking do? Because uh, those of you who know like the past, um, like you knew a lot of stuff went down in 2015. One, you know, the big thing being the passing of our friend Daniel. Right. And so after that, which ended Syndigo. Yeah. So then we were like, what? The and hell a lot we of people do? were just like, why'd you have to end Syndigo? He'd want you to continue it. And like, people need to understand Syndigo for me, like the moment Daniel passed, Syndigo ended because. If he's not involved with creating anything on that channel, then it's not Syndigo. And it would honestly just be a shell of its former self. Yeah. So after talking It's, it's and a beautiful stuff, time capsule. To it is, now. it is. And so, you always have that. Yeah. And the internet always has that, which is great. But I think that for me and Ryan, um, goddamn, we're getting deep in the first fucking 10 minutes. Yeah. But well, we promise we'll get all cheery and, and Christmassy. But, Christmassy. But it's, th this it's, is interesting to talk about. I didn't think we're going to talk this about is the this. Last this is the last episode of the year. Yeah. Um, we're not going to be uh, putting out a podcast in a few weeks. So I feel like, you know, this is kind of like a year in review or kind of like at the end of the year, you're always a lot more introspective. And, and, you, and you also like look back and yeah. kind of like at your life because you... Because I think uh, holidays set up milestones of like, oh, last Christmas or two Christmases ago. Right. Because it's something that happens every year. Exactly. So it's easily to, easy to kind it's of like, like a, It's gauge. like a milestone of time. Mm -hmm. And I think that, um, you know, Ryan and I also, 
when Syndigo ended, Ryan and I had known each other. We met in May of that year, and this happened in September, so... When you and I were doing Kids With Problems, we were still getting to know each other. Like, we were friends, but I don't think... We're nowhere near as close as we, we are We didn't have now. that chemistry, especially yeah. when, like, recording and shit. We, we didn't get into that groove yet, and I think that... Um, and it was just so soon after such a big event in our lives like that, that it's like... We were just trying to make sense of shit. Yeah, and, and just trying to find a voice and shit. And, and on that subject, it's like, genuinely... I mean, this is something I've thought about a lot. It's like... In the past, in those videos, like, if me or Ryan or either of us, like, if we ever made, like, I guess jokes that seemed to go too far, that mm -hmm. hurt people's feelings, or, like, someone was legitimately hurt by something we said, it's, like, complete, sincerest apologies for that, you know? Yeah. We, we were younger and, uh, and dumb. So. Yeah. And I... And I'm not talking about anything specific. I'm just talking in general, because I know that earlier in the channel, we tended to be a lot more reaching and edgy yeah. with our jokes. It's, it's, it's never our intention... It might be sometimes our intention to make eyebrows like kind of raise a little bit and make kind of like people go, whoa, just with the content of like nude in an elevator. You know, it's always that type of like comedy. It's 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 like quick cuts jarring in a sense. But we're sorry if not we're sorry, but it's it's more of. It's more, it's like almost just kind of embarrassing, you know? It's like, I, I look back at older videos, I'm like, oh, that's embarrassing. There are certain forms of shocking that just are a lot, just not like, as... Like, I feel like when I was on they're only not plays... For, they're not for a good joke, they're just for the sake of being shocky. Yeah, I mean, you look back at it and you're like, yikes, you know, that was yeah. that probably wasn't very funny. I mean, it's like, especially, I think I think probably when I was on Oni Plays, um, just kind of trying to fit in, because Oni Plays is obviously a channel that's a lot more, I guess, unfiltered yeah. with their commentary. Than I guess we are, or a lot of other channels. So I guess uh, back in like 2016 and I think early 2017 and shit, when I would go on Oni Plays, you know, I I think I would kind of try to like fit into that groove. And uh, when you go on someone else's channel, you try to usually like kind of match. Yeah, what's going on there? I don't know. And so it, it's just like kind of as the years wrapping up, just doing reflecting. I mean, like you know, I maybe it's worth saying that like you know, I have when I started doing this, I was 18 and 19, and now. I'm still young. I'm almost 23, so that's not, like, a huge difference. But I honestly think that time period, your late, like, 19 to, like, your early 20s, you just changed so much. And looking back, I'm like, I am a completely different person from I when we started Super I, Mega. I think 20s to, like, early 30s yeah. is a huge state of growth. Like my entire worldview and, like, the way I see the world and my beliefs have just completely changed and that's, since then. And that's not an excuse. It's just an observation, you know? Oh, 100%. But at the same time, it's like if if we said anything that really upset anybody out there, like apologies. Um, we we genuinely but, love our fans. Like, yeah, you guys are the fucking best. N never never take it as a direct attack because we we don't have hatred to anyone. Even when we do the stupid voices and and mock, fuck you guys for for why can't I just play the game I want? It's all it's always. Um, I'm not gonna say acted out, but it's. A lot of it's played up. Oh, 100%. And so, I, and I know a lot of, there, there are some people who don't get the played up bit. And one, if you're watching the channel don't get that, hopefully you get that soon. And two, if you don't get it, sorry that you, sor, sorry that, um. Our humor is too sophisticated is, is for too, you. Is too highbrow. And, uh, We're a bit of a com comedic geniuses. Yeah, so uh, we've actually read a couple books. We went to a few improv classes. I, we know what we're talking about. Yeah, I read about. Jeff Foxworthy's comedy book, and I'll tell you what, I did learn a thing or two from that. So. Oh, really? Yep. Wow, that's awesome. Thanks, man. Because I, I read The Cat in the Hat, and I learned the same like the same good shit. I mean, it's that, about on like, the same level of humor. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, but that that's that's highbrow though. That's good. Yeah. That's good humor. But I do want to say, like, I think it was apparent early in the channel that I think that we were not resentful, but I think we were just more abrasive towards our towards the fan base. And over the last, we're coming up on three years of this channel already mm-hmm. in April, and it's like this this like community fan base, whatever you want to call it, of of viewers and people who enjoy the content that we make. I I have just grown over the last two years to just absolutely and love you guys. You guys are honestly the greatest fan base and, and viewer base that we could have ever imagined. And I am so, like, I guess happy for that. Yeah. And it's one of the things that kind of really brought it, made it apparent to me because right now I'm not, like, on social media as often as I had been in the past. So I don't. And I, I still check ads and stuff, so I'll see, like, the support. But what what really kind of put it into perspective is when we started doing the live shows. And I started seeing the people that support us and, like, talking with Holy them. Holy shit. And, yeah. like, unfortunately, at this most recent live show, it's, like, almost 500 people. We can't have... Because we used to, like, at the earlier shows, when it was just, like, a little over 100 people, we, we would have a conversation with whoever, like, kind of, like... Waiting. We would literally, like, meet everyone outside the venue and, yeah. like talk to them for a five few minutes five to ten minutes each there are people just, we talk to them for like 10 minutes and like just you know take pictures sign whatever just talk and hang yeah. out and like i love doing that it's so cool seeing the because when you see it on youtube it's just numbers and comments yeah and it, it doesn't like you see it and i guess in a way you kind of become numb to it because you know you, you you see it if you upload every day you see that and it just kind of becomes part of the routine but when you actually get to meet the people and see the faces behind the people supporting you and talk to them genuinely it's like Oh my god, it's the coolest fucking feeling. All of you are so great. Like with the whole at this even this most recent live show when we were filming the promo to to talk about our Seattle and Portland show. Link in the description. If if tickets aren't sold out. If they're not. Yeah. But, uh, but, but uh yeah, continue. Uh, um just one of one of the moments that was really cool was like when they improved the chanting for Aaron bit. And like that whole thing wasn't the thing with Aaron, the them going silent was planned, but the booing and the chanting for Aaron like yeah. was very improv by the fans and like everything. So it was like a cool moment like where everything kind of gelled well cuz usually when like fan when you give uh, a large group of people the chance to interact as like a large group there will be the few that try to single themselves out, but then it's kind of like, then that ends up being 50 people in a crowd of 500. So it's not really just like, well, one cough or whatever. They actually went silent and they made a bit all by themselves. And we just stood and we just sat there. And I remember I was sitting on stage thinking like, Oh, this is, this is awesome. I love this that they're, that they're doing this. Yeah. Like, this is so cool. And like, and like the gifts they brought, like, 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 there's there's so much stuff that you guys have done, whether it's sending stuff to the P.O. Box, watching the channel, doing whatever, go, sh- showing up for some stupid live stream where we live stream the Game Awards an hour into them because we couldn't get the streaming stuff to work. Dude, like, streaming's guys, fucking hard, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> it, there's a lot. I'm just like, oh, Ryan, please help me with this. <laughs> there's a lot that you guys do that, um, you know, that we're not able to thank you as as much as we honestly, as as much as is deserved. But um, because you guys are what keep us doing this, and yeah. this is our dream job. Because I remember when I was in fifth and sixth grade, my dream was like I want to be like a a YouTuber, a funny YouTuber that like people enjoy watching. Like I got smosh. one. I, I got one of them. I, I didn't get the funny part, but I did get the other part. <laughs> and like it just hits me sometimes where I'm like, I can't believe that like 
I that was my dream in like elementary and middle school, Sick. right when YouTube was starting. Yep. And somehow we've been able to do this, and it's all because of you guys for actually watching and then going through the effort to actually support us. Because there's one thing to watch, but you guys are so supportive, and you send us the coolest shit. Not shit. You send us the coolest <laughs> stuff, and like some like the fan art you guys send us. Yeah. Like, I remember the live show. Somebody brought a print that uh, we saw in the green room. That was like this gender bent like anime it's drawing. Really of us. cool. It's incredible, and we we, we like we want to hang that up. We want to get like a an office space one day. Yeah, and we're we've saved a lot of fan art from the past in that. This and is we're thinking like, we're in like, the future. This is dreaming now. It's folks. yeah, wishful thinking. But it's like <laughs> th this is all stuff we want to like fill our office with like the stuff you guys have made. And, yeah, um, it's so fucking cool. And I just want to say like meeting you guys really is the coolest like humbling experience because it's it's just like oh my god these these people they're like here for us to support us and like give us love. And it's incredible. Well, it's an incredible feeling. It's just also the whole thing of like on a more personal note between just kind of like how, how it is looking out into a crowd of just that many people. And like they, they came for us. This wasn't just like some, sh this isn't like some big production that's held by like some facility where it's like a well-known show that, appears there once every like week or we're so. just two dickheads on youtube that, that I mean, just, like that like, many people hey we'll do up. a christmas special and then people show up and support us and i and i had a good time i had a blast and I, and that I was hope, a fun show and i hope everyone that showed up had a good time and if you showed up like give yourself a pat on the back give yourself a pat on the back and down in the comments tell us what like your favorite part of the show was because i i do every now and then still like go through the comments i'll i'll oh, go same. i'll I'll go through like the ads on Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that. Um, so I st you know, we check on that and we see it. And even though sometimes tweet it super mega, yeah, probably so we can both see it. That's that's usually um, how I usually check the super mega tag. That's the one I check most. And we love retweeting like fan made stuff and fan art and shit. Yeah, because it, like when we go on Twitter and see something that like someone made that's really cool that they clearly put a lot of effort into. It's like this is awesome that someone took time out of there because everyone's got their own hectic life. Everyone's got shit, and it's like they took time out of their whatever's going on in their life to just kind of like make this amazing piece of fan art or make this like funny tribute thing or yeah. like and that's so cool also i just want to say i hope you guys like that venue because i love the regent theater. yeah like that's a it's a, it's a really good it's a really good that's kind a really of really like cool place. venue uh, that's i think that the 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 regent is where i saw Modern baseball and say anything Ooh. when I first came to LA. I think it was modern, Love baseball. modern baseball. Is they're, it modern baseball? Is that the what they're called? Or is it modern it like, baseball and American football? I think it's modern. I saw modern baseball because I remember modern M. baseball. Wait, yeah. Is it, yeah, modern baseball. I'm always like American baseball, modern football. It's like yeah. I always confuse them in my head because I think they opened for say anything or that oh, was yeah. a part of a thing. But. I've seen a lot of um, shows at the region, and I it was such a weird like out-of-body experience to be in that green room and be like some of my like idols that I like musicians and artists that I look up to like I'm getting to do this now where they've done it and that that's just More like specifically on stage you were talking about how much of a humbling experience it is to have the squirts where many of the people you respect in the industry have have laid bare their brown remains absolutely <laughs> <laughs> absolutely it was dude I, I was in the green room and I'm like I'm sitting on the can, you know, and I'm just literally like I start thinking I was like, damn, so many artists I love have probably shit on the same toilet seat, not on the toilet seat, but Dude, like Max, sat on the toilet seat. I, I I pray that Max Beam is sat on that toilet seat. You know, he did like Caro Caro Benito. I saw them at the Regent last month. 
and um it, it was shocking how many people came to our show. I think it was like it was sold out. It was like four hundred fifty people. Sold out twice because we put up more tickets. And but we didn't even announce that, and they sold out in like a day. Yeah, and um, I think the Seattle and Portland show so far, from what I've gathered, it's 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 selling very fast. And the thing is, right now we don't have the ticket counts, but we get updated like twice a week on that. Yeah, so we're like for for the amount that we sold in the first hour. It's looking like they're going pretty quick, and I don't know if they're sold out by the time this podcast comes yeah, out. Yeah, if they are, sorry, but, you know, of course, we'll be doing more shows in other cities down the road in 2019. That, that's the thing, and we I, we're, we don't have any official announcements to make, but we do want to say that it is the plan, and unless, you know, things fall through, it is the plan to go around several cities around the, the entirety of the United States. Yeah, so, so you know, we would we would definitely like to come visit different that means cities. East Coast, down south, up Texas, north. You know what I'm New saying? New York, Chicago. Ideally, that'd yeah. be the thing. It's not it's not put together yet, but I mean that's what we want to do. Our 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 main dream, though, if we can get it to work out, would be to do a show each at our own hometown in our own hometown. That'd be so cool. That's so what fun. that's that's what we would love to do. And if everything goes according to plan, if every if we get if we, if we get everything our heart desires in terms of being able to do these live shows as often as we want to and still balancing work, then hopefully if if you weren't able to make it to, you know, all these far out wests and north, these west coast and like up up high north shows, you, we, we, we're going to come hopefully to the east. Yeah, we're trying to work it out for 2019. Obviously, uh, booking like tours and venues, that is... That is a big, uh, lot of work job. But luckily, because um, we're with Real Good Touring, and yeah. I know it sounds like, oh, of course you're going to be with them because it's like Aaron and Brent's company. It's like, well, I mean, it's it's a good company. They, they've done right by us in terms of like going up to bat when we've needed them to. And also and like just supplying us with what we need, like everything. They're so accommodating. Also, it's they, good culture. Really good like, deal. The, the, the company in general... Um, as well as the personal. office of Game Grumps is it's it's a really good culture it's, to be in. It's like in. the probably the most healthy environment I've ever been in in my life. Yeah, and like real good. Also, like if there's any other big uh, or like not even big, but just any other YouTube acts that uh, want to try live shows, like streamers or other just online personalities, uh, I think they're looking. So yeah, you could, their email is out there. Highly recommend. Um, yeah, as I said, they've. They they put in the work and yeah. the, one of the, if Justin one of our friends that we met who works for Real Good Touring he he'll he'll come to us with like he came to us I, I think it was as a joke at first like hey I found a sleigh and we're like yeah dude do it and he's like wait really he kept coming us all these things that he thought like were like jokes like yo so I got like I I could find like a a full sleigh and like a, a Santa fat suit and blah blah and we're like yeah do it and he's like. Really? Oh, okay. <laughs> and he does. And like he's legitimate about it. And he, he'll he he I don't know, just everyone that works within real good touring um so far, like I'm I'm super comfortable and happy yeah, ass. that we're with them because without them we wouldn't be able to do these live shows. Yeah. Cause I I the thing is Matt and I, while we like while I've been living here for almost Coming up four years, right? Four years now. Holy shit! Yeah, I've I've almost been in February. February fifth, it'll have been four years officially. It's my birthday. Wait, really? Did I move here on your birthday? I think so. Yeah. Feb I I moved here February fifth, twenty fifteen. Yeah, that was my birthday. Or was it February seventh? 
Might have, who knows, Ryan? Who knows? I think it was the fifth, if I remember correctly. Well, but, well happy, happy birthday to me. Got little Ryan McGee out in Los Angeles. Yeah, and so like coming out here four years, it's like, oh, we've, we've been, you know, we've been to, I've been to Maker Studios. We've been to like a bunch of different studios to like YouTuber studios. And we've been to kind of like those VidCon party stuff. But at the end of the day, it's like, we know a lot of people around, but we're not like in the industry, like deep in it. And so like, we're real pretty good... independent as far as YouTube channels yeah. go. We're not with a network. We're not um, signed to like any studios or anything. We just, we literally run everything ourselves, including the merch operation, which is a lot of work, but it's, it's, uh, I, I, I mean, I enjoy running ourselves. It's like a passion project. So Ryan and I have a lot of fun <laughs> My doing place all this stuff. Looks like a meth house that they found out that the cops were coming five minutes before they got notice of clearing out. Your, your house looks like, like a banking firm that found, they found out the feds are coming. <laughs> yes. Because it, it is littered with papers and boxes and tape because we have been, getting all the merch orders from both of the merch sales out before like the deadline so they can arrive by Christmas um, for like domestic orders and stuff. Uh, because on the term of merch, uh, there was some delay, which we kept you updated on Twitter and via email um, because uh, we had to wait for shipping um, stuff like tubes for posters. And I ordered them back in like, I think like early November. So we're like, oh, these will be here by the end of the month so we can get it all out fast. And then there came from China and there was just a huge holdup with customs. And then they were sitting on the cargo ship at the port for like two weeks. And then they took them off and they're like, well, we need another week to process it and dispatch it. And we're like, so we had to do another option and basically like out of pocket, get a whole bunch of like envelopes for posters to mail posters in. Yeah. Like last minute. I had, so. to, go, I had to go to a grocery store last night. To, like, get some uh, stuff for the pins, I think. Was it the pins? Yeah. So I'm like, because we ran out of pin mailers. So we're like, we, well. We're seriously, like, it's not just, like, if we run out of stuff, it's like, oh, well, we're going to have to wait for it to be ordered. We try our best. If we can manage it and if places are open, we try to get, we are really working hard with the merch. And I know, like, post people have ordered posters a month ago, but, like, we're not going to, the thing is, we're not going to send a sheet of paper. We're not going to fold it up and put it in like a a, a, a roller. We want to make sure you get it and it's not crumpled up into a yeah. ball. Yeah, and it's like, this is our first time doing this. So there's obviously, there was a ton for us to learn because we kind of literally did this ourselves from the ground up. Um, Susie kind of helped us a bit. Uh, and Susie's, we talked to some Susie's people. been a big help with like recommendations on certain things and stuff like that. Because she runs, she kind of runs things in terms of the Grumps merch. Yeah, and it's like, we, we've just been learning a lot, making mistakes here and there, but we learn from it so we can do better next time. Um, but everyone will get their orders. That is a guarantee. If you paid, you will get it um, very soon. We're shipping out like hundreds a day right now. Yeah. Uh, and, um, you know, we're working hard because we want to make sure it's of quality. And, of course, we're not Amazon, so you can't order it and get it like two days later. Actually, some people did in the first thing because we had all the stuff ready and we just threw them out. But, yeah. Um, you know, we're working hard. We're learning. Uh, it's it's just us. So it, we're it's trying only, to. It's only going to get smoother as. It's only going to get smoother the more sales we do. And uh, not the, the more the sales, but the more. Not like the number of sales, but the number of times we go. The site goes live and we have kind of like a weekend of sales. Because the thing is, it's like super mega is its own, like, I guess, not company, but like business and in, in the way that like we have to run everything. But then we didn't realize how big of a job merch is because that's literally. Like it's, that's it's a second company thing. essentially, yeah. and so it's like, oh, now we legitimately did. We didn't realize we were getting into this, but now we legitimately are running like a merch company well, out of our, out of your living room, yep. with fucking trash everywhere. Oh, your yeah. place is 
a disaster right now, and I, I'm so sorry. It's, it's fine. I, uh, I just... you have to like you have to like wade through piles of like shipping labels and like to to get to my bed because boxes were in uh, the room. I had to like jump over some boxes and just kind of like weasel. So I felt barricaded in my room last night. I was like, okay, it's fine. It was a fire, you know. But like, here's the good part. Like, I, I sleep better. Like, I, I don't like sleeping with the door open. I like sleeping with all the blinds shut. Like, I like to feel very like enclosed. My closet has to be closed. I get like freaked out. I'm like, I gotta shut it. The only time I can sleep with a window is if it's like story several stories up. Cause then it's like a nice view, but I don't like, I don't like sleeping with my windows open or not windows open, but like my blinds open if I'm on ground level. Oh yeah, definitely. And, um, I feel that, I feel that paranoia where like burglar is going to come peep at me sleeping. I don't want to give anyone an option to watch me sleep, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, merch is, it's been going great. We can't thank you guys enough. And we genuinely are sorry for people that face delays because it wasn't everyone, but a cert, some, some handfuls of people did have to wait longer, um, than we would have liked. Uh, but we've, we've do, been doing our best to keep you updated yeah. with emails, with Twitter. We don't have a warehouse. We don't have, you know, tens of whatever employees. We don't have professional, like we're not printing out of a, our own kind of uh, factory warehouse area. We're, we have to buy labels and then yeah. like print, buy them, buy the shipping label and print it ourselves and one by one. As we said, it's a learning process. It, it'll get more smooth. It'll get more smooth as it goes on. That's just, as time goes on, we will just like anything, this is new to us. So like, act like you're learning to ride a bike. It may be shaky at first, but eventually you'll get those fucking wheels going. Absolutely, dude. Couldn't say better myself. Try to. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Packing merch and running a merch company, Ryan, my friend, is a lot like learning to ride a bicycle. Hmm. When you first start without the training wheels... You're, you're pushed into the unknown oblivion, not knowing what is before you. You're all by yourself. Will, yeah, exactly. On your own, will you fall and get hurt? Will it be disastrous or will it go smoothly? You're going to have some wobbles here and there. You might fall off one or twice, but guess what? The more you do it, the more you absolutely will be able to succeed until you can bike that bad baby down the street at 20 miles per hour with no hands on the handlebars. Or like me, you could just rush down your cul-de-sac and then a car is pulling out of the driveway so you have to slam on your brakes but you accidentally hit the front brakes and you do a flip over and like pretty much de-skin a part of your arm that's still scarred for the to this day been there 
<laughs> you hit the front brake if it if it's the type of two gear bike. It, when you start going up, like that feeling of like, dude, that like, shit launches you. It did I remember does. I was I was going fast once <laughs> and I hit the wrong brake. I'm just imagining from a third person perspective seeing this because like. It's funny looking. It's not funny to be in. It's actually pretty scary. It's terrifying. It's like your world <laughs> flips upside down literally in, a, in an instant. Because, I mean, I was going really fast, and I hit the front brake by accident instead of the back brake. Because on, on some bikes that have, like, multiple gears, there's two uh, brakes. One is to brake the front wheel, and one is to brake the back wheel. And if you use the front wheel, you still have the momentum and stopping the front. So the bike literally just pivots around the front wheel and flips you onto the ground. And the thing is, if you're like me and have incredibly skinny long legs you're unable to some people i've seen people where they do it and their instinct is they somehow maneuver their legs over the handlebars and land on their feet i can't do that because my legs are too long so i'll catch my feet on the handlebars and then just sucks hurts hurts real bad so yeah but went from a went from a metaphor to to a story guys do the super mega bicycle challenge we have to go as fast as you can and slam on the front brakes of your bike don't do that. Do the super mega toilet challenge. Go buy a bendy straw from your local grocery store and drink. try to drink all the water in the bowl in less than 10 seconds. I think that might be more dangerous than the bicycle challenge. Mm. It has to be a public toilet and a public bathroom, though. Yeah. And then and then also, you need to lick the rim of the toilet seat. Do it. Try in a urinal, guys. Actually, no. Here, here's the super mega challenge. Get a bunch of cocaine. Uh, spread it in a perfect circle where this like where the seat is which if you don't have any we will be selling on the merch store in 2019 yeah just keep just keep out you know keep a lookout for that but um so you do that then uh what you do is you take before actually before doing that you take a shit and then you line up the coke around the bowl and then you sniff it so you get the shit fumes and cocaine that's the super mega challenge guys yeah don't do that why do we why do we always have to say that we're joking I'm getting a phone call. From who? Jackson Tucker. Okay. Should I answer it? Yeah. Put on speaker. Put him on blast. Hey, Jackson, you're on the air. Uh, is it last Christmas? Yeah, you've just won free tickets to go see Gabriel Iglesias' I'm Not Fat, I'm Fluffy tour featuring oh Jeff Dunham. The reunion? The reunion tour. They had a falling out, but now they're back. And rumor has it George Lopez might come out and do a set. Thank God. Yeah. What's up, though, buddy? Um, I was going to see, first I wanted to get your pin code for your computer, and then the uh, how to print the labels. Oh, okay. Speaking of merch, guys, literally getting a call from uh, our little our little helper monkeys. So uh, let me tell Jackson my, my computer pin, and then uh, uh, give him some instructions. So we'll be right back, fellas, and ladies, too. Jackson, give a shout-out to the ladies. Hey, ladies. Hey, fellas. No, just the ladies, just the Jackson. Ladies. Oh, okay. Sorry. I take that second one back. He's, can you redo it because you fucked it up? What? Can you redo it since you fucked it up? Hey, ladies. Okay, ladies, that one was for you. All right, we'll be right back. Put a cool transition sound here. A record, uh, like a DJ transition on a radio station. Go. All right, see you, dude. Sorry about that, ladies and germs. Had to uh, assist with uh, some some merch stuff, printing some shipping labels. Yeah, to, sorry about that, motherfuckers. You know, I had to had to fucking crack the whip. Sorry on those that boys. fucking dipshits. We just talked about how we love the fans, dude. 
Yeah, but that was all fake conversation. But now the real fans. This have, is the real conversation. Yeah, because the real fans have stayed. The the fake fans have left. They, they just listened to right? the first 20 to 30 minutes. Now it's the real fucking super mega fans. Yo, guys, welcome to real super mega hours. <laughs> um, where what if we did that like every half of the podcast? We're like, okay, fuck that stupid shit. All right, now it's real super mega hours. You get, to, you get to chill with the real Matt and Ryan. It's time to be edgy as fuck. So. And say things that the only consequences really are just when people get mad at you even though it's it's like oh freedom of speech it's like you still have it you don't have freedom from consequences and also you personally just feel like oh man wish i hadn't said that nah i love being stupid and i ain't talking about anything like really bad i mean just like stupid jokes where it's like man that was cringy anyway like the r word yeah oh oh definitely yeah that's that's one that's like ah. Oh. Anyway, let's actually get into some real Christmas holiday. No, I'm not even say holiday. No, you know, Christmas. Let's let's talk well, about some Christmas shit. You know what? What reminds people of the holidays more than spending money? Can we do an ad read after we talk about some holiday stuff? People came for the holiday podcast. We already, we, we already forty minutes in. Ryan, I'm vetoing the ad read. Fine. They'll have to wait around for it. I know they're waiting with bated breath, but okay. Tell me about Christmas. Okay, I guess we'll just do an ad read when you want then. Hmm. No, Ryan, it's fine. I just said that. It's a Christmas one, so we should talk about some Christmas stuff. I might have to call my lawyer. I might have to call Ben. Don't bring Ben into this, please. Hmm, interesting. Okay, well, I guess we'll just do an ad read later. But expect an email from Ben. We'll do an ad read then, okay? And then we'll talk about some Christmas stuff. Yes! Ryan, what the, what the frick is Robin Hood? Hold on, I'm opening the ad read on my phone. Oh, you don't have it open yet? Hold on. That's funny. I had to fucking download this fucking stupid app, Google Chrome. You could just open okay, it I got in it. Safari and already have it open. You know, you didn't have to download Google Chrome just to open a document. <sighs> you could have used Safari, which is built into the phone. I and I like Google I Chrome it. more, but for time's sake, you could have. You didn't have to literally stop to download an app. I don't like Safari. Yeah, but we're, we're I don't opening like the, an ad. I specifically email. don't use Safari because I hate the icon. It's a shitty icon. Yeah, yeah. they need to change it. Anyway, Ryan, what the heck is Robinhood? It's an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission-free. Wow, they strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the 1%. I also heard that it's a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with the true confidence. I heard that too. I also heard that it's simple and intuitive, clear design with data presented in an easy-to-digest way. Wait, are we talking about the same person? Shaquille O'Neal? Wow, Matt. Investing sure has been fun. But not just fun. Great. And not just great, but, uh, you know, w- worthwhile and actually pretty important if, if, if you want to make money in that way. You don't have to, but if you choose to, it's, it's a really good way to start investing money that you have. To hopefully let it grow. Absolutely, it's uh, it's very easy to use the design. I actually legitimately use Robinhood um, just because I'm like, they give you a free stock if you sign up uh, using our code, which I'll say in a second. You just get like a random free stock, and I did it, and uh, I got I got a couple small little stocks that it's honestly just really addicting just to like watch them fluctuate and you're like ooh ooh ooh. And um, it, it's 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 a very it's a very nice uh, interface too. Very easy to use. Robinhood wants to give you guys a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at megacast.robinhood.com. What is it, Ryan? Megacast.robinhood.com. Now let's talk about Christmas. Okay. I like Christmas. Me too. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Hope you have a great, <laughs> uh, wonderful rest of 2019. I keep saying 2019, motherfucker. All right, bye. Just kidding, we got you. We pranked you. Haha. Why you give me that look? 
You didn't think that was a funny bit, dude? You know, Ryan, not every bit lands. When you're throwing handfuls of, sh of shit at the wall, some of it's just gonna hit the floor. Don't give me that middle finger. Put it down. Get, wipe that smug grin off your face. Stop pointing down your throat. Don't do it. Stop. He's pulling his penis. His, his balls. That's just balls. That's not penis. No, I put it. You detached your testicles. Put them in your mouth. <laughs> That's what I think of that joke. How were you able to do that? Are those fake? What? Are those fake? No, I just like, I went to the doctor's office and he had this thing that he used to like, like numb a part of my body real quick and I was like oh that's cool so I just swiped it so you just I, you just you just I'm actually looking and there's a ball hanging out that I didn't know oh yeah Ryan Ryan's got a full fucking <laughs> he's ballooning right there he's got a big old nut hanging out I still had a nut hanging out okay I, I put it away what if you hadn't realized and then like someone walked like, into the room like someone looked through the window I'm like hey and there's just my fucking right nut what if like out? Hannah or Allie or like Megan walked up just to like <laughs> see what was up and you're just sitting there and you have no idea that one of your and and, and I feel and, like a let a, a I wouldn't want to do it on purpose but I feel a nut is less jarring than a penis oh absolutely so a nut's funny like if someone someone has a nut in a photo, that's funny. If someone has a penis in a photo, that is a dick. crude and that is exactly. that, that is not okay. But a nut, you can get away with a nut. <laughs> um, and and I actually, I, I think that one of the things we should be fighting for freedom, um, besides freedom, Ryan, men need the right to be able to vote. Yes, <laughs> we need men's suffrage. <laughs> men, those suffrage. women need to give it back. <laughs> men's suffrage. I bet you there's, how come there's not an r slash men's suffrage There's r slash men's rights and shit <laughs> like that. Oh my god, dude. But like, nuts, like, I'm, I'm, I, I want the movement for like, desensitizing people to nuts, how this, like, the free dude, the nipple he, thing, you know, it's de like. Desensitizing to nuts, dude, D's nuts. Did you not pick up on that? Who's calling you? My sister's calling me. Why? Sam. Stop. Okay, hold on. Hold on a second. It's fine. I, hold it, on. She derailed my nuts take thing. A break. No, we're not. Hey, Sam. Hold on a second. Sam. Sam. Hey. Hey, you're on the podcast. Oh, why? Because you, you called. called you called while I'm recording the podcast. Well, like, why'd you answer? Because you're my sister, and it would and be I, rude. I, I, I care about you, so. And I haven't talked to you in a while, too. Yeah, Ryan. Ryan hasn't talked to you in a while. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, I miss you. Hi. What? Didn't you... <laughs> I got a call, I got another call. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. I guess, because we, that's fine. Yeah, I think she legitimately had another call. Don't take that. Personally, yeah, she's early. she's she's working. That was not an excuse. I promise. She's a working woman, so she's probably at work right now. Yeah, she's getting a work call. Yeah. Um. What I was saying though was we need this movement to basically uh, desensitize the public to nuts because you know if you know if they if they can have their free the nipple movement, Ryan, I want the free the nut movement. I want I want I want to have my nuts out in public and not have people freak out like they have in the past. What right wing straight male individual is legitimately against free the nipple? None of them. They just have to act like it. That's the thing. And also, like, I really don't get the big deal about a nipple. It's like, fuck, I got them. You got them. Your yeah. Lego has them. Yeah, but when I see your nipple, Matt, I don't get sexually aroused. If I see a woman's nipple, I get sexually aroused. Like, if I see that boob and a nipple, that's sexual arousal, like arousal right on the spot. If I see your tit and a nipple, 
there's there's not even a there's not even a truck there no chub is brewing i'm thanks, sorry man. Buddy. thanks thank you i think that really boosts my confidence there yeah but like so so you're, so you're telling me ryan women can't show their breasts because it will make you arouse so you must no no them? they can show their breasts just like more breasts, more boners. That's just the that's that should be the that should be like the the counterpoint to that. I'm like, <laughs> all right, but more breasts equals more boners. It's not even a counterpoint. I'm just saying that's a fact. There will be more boners if there are more breasts. If there was like a graph of like the X is breasts and the Y is boners, it would correlate. The more breasts exposed means the more boners go up. Unless it becomes so normalized that it's like not in our time frame. Yeah, but in the future, it's just like you're you're able to look at them sexually and then non sexually. Yeah, I just feel like we've evolved to wear clothes and most people would just wear clothes. Yeah, yeah. But we're talking about like at the beach and stuff. Yeah. We're not talking about people just going back to being naked. There's in, no point in that, in like, unless you're a nudist. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we should fucking go to a nudist colony one day. We should do a vlog at a nudist colony. Filming people naked uh, without their... Con- I'm sure they'd love it. No, we could go and be like, we want to film a documentary. They've been documentaries about nudists before. and th- And for them, it's not like... They're fine. They're fine. Okay. They're fine with it. They like being naked. It's like it's like being filmed with their clothes on. They just it's not the fact that they're being filmed naked. It's the fact that they're just being filmed in general. Because to them, that's just that's that's it. It's like why are you filming? Dude, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. A news colony that sounds pretty laid back. You're just always naked, and and but you're everyone's comfortable with it. It's not like a weird thing anymore. I just for don't them. like the idea of like just my dick exposed at all times. Then you shouldn't be a nudist. It's kind of like uh. You know Legend of Zelda, how like there's like a big blinking red weak point yeah. that you have to shoot with an arrow or something? I just feel like every animal or insect or whatever will be like, that is a weak point. I'm going to, like like a hornet will burrow into my ball sack. Oh, Ryan, come on. Ah. And fly through Stop. your urethra. Stop, dude. I don't want that kind of shit in my head. <laughs> Oh my god, Harrison. Well, I don't want it in my ball sack. Harrison Harrison brought up something. He's like, there's this one thought I thought of once that I can't get out of my head, and he told it to me. I don't want to say I don't want to subject everyone to the podcast. It's just very oh, like, I want to uh. hear it. I want to hear it. All right. I'll uh I'll Olive? censor it out. So I'll censor it Is out. Is it really that bad? Yeah, it's just very like, uh Okay, okay. All right, here we go. Jesus. Yeah, it just makes me cringe. It's like, oh, I don't like that thought at all. It's nothing like grotesque or inappropriate it's just one of those things that like i don't want to make people like uncomfortable because then they can't get that image out of their head it's it's not it's not pleasant and for i now me, i can't stop thinking about it now i like, start thinking about it for me that's just as like ugh, as like biting full force into a sideways spoon yeah it's that kind of uncomfortable like, like ugh, or like uh or, or um everyone has like weird touch things like when i have a pot i don't like popsicles because the wooden oh, popsicle stick, like touching my teeth, I just, I, ugh, I just can't do it for some reason. Think about just, or even my tongue, like the wood touching my tongue gives, like I get, look at the hairs on my arms, it's all standing up now. When my when my teeth get all, I'm, not when my teeth get pruny, when my hands get pruny after the shower, if I touch like fabric or something, I just like, ugh, I get like chills. I hate when my hands get pruny. I get like this weird sensitivity thing. What are you doing? What? What do you mean? What am I doing? Nothing. I said no. something when I was waiting for. Yeah, I thought, a I, thought you were, I thought you were. I thought you were doing something over there. Sorry. No, I was waiting for a response to what I said. Oh. What did you say? Never. It doesn't matter if you're not going to listen. Okay. You can go sit out in the hall. Do I have to? I still got another ad read later, so you're getting to call me back in. I don't want to do it by myself. It's boring as hell. The I'll podcast th- or the ad read? The podcast. Oh. I hate the podcast. 
by yourself. By myself. But with me. Yeah. The dream come true. That's what makes it fun, yeah. Is this your favorite? Is this like your favorite part of every week is recording the podcast specifically because it's like, fuck, we forgot. Oh my God, it's tomorrow. Mm. Come on, Ryan. Let's go get in that hot room and fucking talk for an hour and a half. (laughs) Um, It does get pretty muggy in here. It's hot right now. It's, it's at least 80 degrees in here. Actually, speaking of nudists, I went to in Koreatown, actually after our show, I went to a uh, 24 hour, like Korean. Oh yeah. Bathhouse that mm-hmm. Aaron Aaron and the Grumps have been to. It's where the whole they talked about D Club stuff there. I went with Harrison and Jackson and um we invited Ryan, but he had milk to drink, so he couldn't come. I'm sorry. But it's okay. I, you would have really, loved it though. You I just, really like milk. You, you just you just get naked with the bros and you go sit in some hot tubs, you go you into would, saunas. You and I went you you and I and you me and Aaron went to the bathhouses in Japan. Yeah. You and me and Aaron got fully naked. We all saw each other's glory, and we all got in hot tubs. Yeah. Remember I got into that tiny little, like, wooden bath that was, like, the size of I, a laundry basket? I feel like that was a rinsing thing. I think you weren't supposed to get in that. I think it's just for dipping cups in water, but yeah. I got in, and it just, like, <laughs> the water, like, poured over the edges, and it was there was another guy in the room. He just stared at me in silence, and I sat in it, and I was like— You're the dumb American. I was like, I probably wasn't supposed to sit in this, no. Well, yeah, but then you—how about this? There's— you getting into a little a little dipping cup area. It was like it was like a wooden laundry basket there's, filled with water. There's that, and then there's filming and laughing at a man who has struggled with depression and ended his life in a forest. So I feel like your end of the spectrum is a lot less worse. It's not bad. It's really not bad. Yeah, when you look at the the things that specifically entertainers have done in Japan. From America, I feel like I feel like yeah, we're we're good on that. Okay, aspect. okay. I, I mean, it, it was still a fun time. Just just boiling in the jug, cooking like a stew with you and Aaron. Yeah, had a fucking great time. And actually, I remember like you know Ryan has tattoos, and I didn't have any tattoos back then. But I had to cover my tattoos up. That's a big no no in the bathhouses in Japan. Is like tattoos you can't have them, and I think it's to keep like yakuza from hanging out there because they all have the full body tattoos. So there's like a no tattoo rule. So. We had to get something for Ryan to cover his tattoos, but so we found like because I have one of my. Now you're gonna have to cover up. But this is this is I you can get like an arm sleeve I can put there. Yeah. But you had like we had it was it like gauze or something and just like cover your back in it. But then in the water it all started like melting off. We so. had we got like medical tape and you just put started and all you did was put. No, it was yeah it was medical it was tape medical which tape, is gauze yeah. but it's sticky gauze so like the gauze you just stuck gauze not anything under it you just stuck gauze in. Just patched up my uh, tattoo on my back. Thought it would work, but then it starts like slipping off, and then it looks like you're just like a leprosy patient <laughs> with like all of these like bandages dripping off <laughs> of you. And like this big American guy just gets in the hot tub next to like a little Japanese guy, like, Ugh. <laughs> and, and it just like splash the water, and you have all this like gauze dripping off of you. You were literally like just walking through, just like dripping with gauze and like bandages. But but I would have to like I would. There was a point if I don't know if you remember it, where I was just holding like a bunch of gauze in my hand because I'm like I'm not gonna just leave it in the tub. I don't know what to do with this, and there's no trash can in here. You should have just started like washing yourself with it, like a like a washcloth, dude. I went in there. Should have just thrown it at the guy across from me. I'm like catch. <laughs> in the one in Korea, open town. wide. And the one in Koreatown, um, like they they give you like little towels and robes and like shorts. And I remember I went in like they'll, they'll give you razors, <laughs> gym and toothbrushes, shorts? kind of. But they'll give you toothbrushes so you can like sit down in a little like cleansing station and wash your teeth and shave your face and like pour water on yourself. And there's a freezing cold one, uh, which I got in, which was brutal, but it was really fun. I love cold water. I love getting in cold water. It's just like it's very exciting. It's just very painful. 
Like once you're in it and get used to it, cold water is the best. I hate cold water. I Regardless, love cold water. There's nothing. There's nothing. I've tried it, dude. I've tried to do cold showers. I can't do it. I can't. I can't bring myself to enjoy it, and I can't bring myself to like to make it so in my head the benefits outweigh my uncomfortableness. Nah. Well, I well also on that like a lot of people do cold showers for the reason that like they'll do it for a month because it's like a discipline thing where it's like. You're teaching yourself to be comfortable with uncomfortability. So then, like, you can kind of translate that to other parts of your life. Just wear a heavy jacket in the summer. That sounds so miserable. That's uncomfortable. I went into, they have, they had one sauna that was 194 degrees. And it's the hottest one they had. And I went in, and I was all alone. And you walk in, and, like, your lungs, it takes the air out of your lungs. And Just like much when it's, like, freezing cold, it takes the air out of your lungs. Yeah, but this shit hurts because it, like, fills your lungs with the hottest air. And you're like... <gasps> But I, I challenged myself. I was like, I'm going to go sit in there for five minutes. So I laid down on the floor and I was like, all right, hit five. I'm going to keep going. And at like eight minutes in, I had sweat just like dripping down my face and all over my body. But then I started, I was standing at the ceiling. I started like hallucinating and my heart started pounding. I was like, all right, time to get out. And uh, I got out and I was super lightheaded. Um, and then I went and got in like the cold sauna. There was like a salt ice sauna. It's like 40 degrees. Yeah. And for the next 10 minutes, I was still sweating while I was sitting in the 40-degree sauna. Like, it was still dripping down my face. And I was like, shouldn't I have stopped sweating by now? <laughs> Probably. It's, it sucked. Uh, but it, it felt good. I felt very clear afterwards. I love bathhouses. Bathhouses are the best, dude. If you guys have them in your city, uh, you should go check it out. And I'm not talking about, like, the fancy spas. This isn't, like, a super, like, bougie one. They have, like, nap rooms. And, like, you can just go and, and just, like, pay, like, a fee and just have the whole day there. It's fucking rad. Are you sniffing your mic? Smell this. This smells kind of like the. This smells like a mall. I don't want to smell that it. has an onions. Think, Just please, Ryan. Think about how many people have talked and spit all over that. Just thing. smell their, it. Their breath solidifying on it. Just smell it. I don't want to. Just smell it, Mac. Come I don't want to smell the microphone. Just go just up. You don't even have to touch it. Just. Yeah, but then the vapor of it's going in my face. Oh, That's you're just breath. such a baby. I'm not a fucking baby. You are a baby. You ate a roach. Why aren't you gonna sniff a fucking mic? It's not gonna do anything. Your immune system's more powerful than. Sniffing this isn't gonna fucking it's just kill that it's you. Gross. So, I don't want. I don't get anything out of sniffing a mic. You get to understand where I'm where I'm coming from. I can picture it in my head, but you can't because you don't. I don't know if I'm going crazy or if it actually smells like a mall. Yeah, it smells like a mall. It smells like a it mall like with a build a bear and an onions pretzel. It smells like a fucking roller rink derby that has old shag carpet. Thank you. That wasn't. No, but you you helped me. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it smells uh, like a mall. It smells like shag carpet in a building that has a lot of history. Mm -hmm. So what does that say about that mic cover? It has a lot of history. It does. A lot A lot of people's breath and spit are on that mic cover. Oh, yeah. So when you think about it, like it looks so soft and clean, but it's actually like on a microscopic level, that shit's probably really gross. Same with this one, man. It's like, think about how much small or spit hands, gets sprayed on it. Even after you wash them. Oh, yeah. You can never get all those germs off. Or your upper lip. Purell. How often do you really just go to town on washing your upper lip? Every time I shower. I wash my I wash my whole face. I scrub every little bit of my face. It uh feels good. It feels very clean. Yes, for me, like I, it feels different because I don't have a baby face. So like th that's just what I call clean shaven. That I'm not that's not You're a, saying I have a baby face? No, I'm I even say like I don't like my baby face. Like baby face is just what I call clean shaven. But uh I don't I guess since I don't have baby face, when I wash my face 
wherever there's hair, I don't feel like I'm washing the skin under it. Even just, though I am, it's just like, I, it just doesn't. Just shampoo it. Shampoo your facial hair. I could condition my facial hair. Dude, you should put conditioner in it. It's a little bit of wax. Like, like curl your mustache. Yeah. Get one of those curly mustaches like Julian. Ooh. Julian's mustache is awesome. And uh, I guess that's sayonara to them. Yeah, they moved to Mars. <laughs> they went. They were the people, first people to volunteer to go to a colony on Mars. Yeah. Sucks. I wanted to hang out with them. They're literally going to go die on Mars. We're never going to see them again. Yeah. I wanted to hang out with them last time, but like they said that they were like too busy because the trip to Mars is just like such an anxious type of move to make. I, get I understood. That. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot to move and it's a lot of... Yeah. And what sucks is they got to do two trips. Yeah. So they got to go there, come back, get the rest of their stuff, and then go there again. But, like, legitimately, the best wishes yeah. to Ding Dong and Julian, who are headed out, and they, I hope, I hope y'all have fun. Yeah, uh, honestly, like, real, real talk, best wishes to Ding Dong and Julian as they move to Mars. I really hope that it goes well for them. Yeah. I they, hope you take pictures. They did, um, I, I, it's did not, they at least not, go look at the place before? No. Well, here's the thing. See, they're going to like colonize and and like settle there. But they were they were offered like an assistance crew, and they literally turned out it's just them going. Yeah. So, you know, I, I know that they like their space, but I, I don't know if I can wrap my mind around that one. But I th- best wishes, guys. I hope yeah. I hope that it's a safe trip, and I hope that uh you enjoy Mars. I hope you visit. Yeah, I don't. There's no returning shit. There's literally oh. the two ships going oh. to do to move their stuff, and that's it. Okay, well, it's really you can't like launch. Skype off. us. I don't know if they can Skype us from Mars. There's no like, oh well. There's no internet there. Well, I guess at the end of the day, have fun and ca- keep calm and carry on, Ding Dong and Julian. <laughs> we'll send you off with that. <laughs> keep calm and carry on, brothers. To Mars. To Mars. <laughs> they're the they're the gamers from Mars. I uh, I genuinely will uh, miss them though as they uh, move away. Many many a nights of. Uh, Eating curry at Curry House. Watching VHSs. Yeah. Having fun, just hanging out. Cool guys. Really do Last love them. Last time I hung out with them, it was, uh, we uh, watched Pokemon Live. I just, I which was an experience. I know. I just haven't had the chance to see them in so long. I feel bad. It's just, we're both so busy and it's just kind of hard to like work yeah. it out. But well, both groups are busy. They're busy. We're busy. So, <sighs> and also, both of us are just bad at responding to each other. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> like Ding Dong will text me at like 4 a.m. And then I'll see it at like 10 a.m. And I'll text him back. And then he'll respond three days later at 3 a.m. And then I'll respond the next day at like 5 p.m. Like, and then for fast me, forward like was, four days. There was a time where like we would go. There was like a full week where it's like he texted me. And then I then like I didn't respond for a week. And then he didn't respond for a week after that. It was just like we're just. Same, we're, same. We're just awful at responding. It's, it's mainly so. just with with. Him, because usually I'm a really fast responder, but it's because he texts me at like, because he has a weird sleeping schedule, so he'll text me at like, like four or five a.m. And then when I wake up, I see it first thing in the morning. I'm like, I respond to that when I'm awake, and then I forget, so I respond two days later. Excuses, but then he won't excuses. respond. For, Ryan, I text you so fast. You every do. Time. You do. I'm surprised. I'm a very. I don't text you fast. I I think I text you decently. When when you are responding, mm-hmm. yeah, you text real fast. Yeah, I uh. I think I'm a very fast responder on like anything. Usually, I, I, I well, because like I, I usually I always see like if do you someone, usually always try to at least respond. Yeah, I'm. But when I get busy, I'm bad about like if someone wants to make plans. I'm really bad about responding to that just because I'm like I'll think about that when my mind's a little more free later today, and then I just forget. Yeah. So apologies, to all the people I do that too. 
It's uh, it's hard. But we are actually about to head out to uh, South Kakalaki um, to go home for Christmas and uh, a much needed break for us because these last two weeks have been four hours of sleep a night, going to bed at 5 a.m. every single night. There was that one night where I stayed up to like 7.30. That was the night before the you show. You stayed up to like 6-something the other night, too. Yeah, I mean, we, it's just because we've been, we work on packing merch stores until about 3 or 4 and every night. And then we have to work on Super Mega. And then we got to do Super Mega, and we got to do Game Grumps. Yep. Like, we got we edit Power Hour uh, with Tucker, so we have to uh, edit Power Hour yeah, every with week. The, with the Power Hour, you and I take the base footage and we cut it down we, so like we the make base, the skeleton and then tucker adds like yeah. finishing touches like we'll we'll add like sound effects or stuff every now and then but essentially like our cuts will be like 15 16 and then he'll cut it down to like the remaining 13 or 12 or something yeah like that. and so i guess that that's a shit ton of work and we got a Susie's channel and our own so it's like and we had to prep for the show and finish writing the show and prepping and practicing for that and then uh some snowy mega stuff which uh you're seeing now it's just a busy effing December's always busy for us though, because it's we're going home, so we got to get all the holiday stuff done. But I'm excited. I'm gonna have to. My mom is gonna have to. I've been trying to prepare her for my Julian habit. I'm like, mom, I'm gonna be doing it a lot around you. Really? You're just gonna have you're, to. You're, you're, you've you've come to terms with the fact that you're addicted to that thing. Oh yeah, dude. I've, of course. You're not gonna make it a New Year's resolution to quit. I'd like to. Well, my New Year's resolution is to eat more and to gain weight and to eat breakfast every day. That's like my big one. Yeah. I wanna. I need to take better care of myself. I've, I've been losing weight and not well, eating enough. While Harrison and Jackson are there, you just get them to cook. That's what they do, dude. Harrison will be like, like... I know Harrison wakes up in the morning, cooks himself breakfast. Just ask him to make like a, like a little side... Well, usually he wakes up you. after I go to work. Oh. And okay. he doesn't always make himself breakfast. Okay. Sometimes, though. He well, tell him to make sure a bowl of cereal is laid out for you in the morning. Say Honestly, that it's, or it's so easy. Just eat a banana, bowl of cereal, some yogurt, and coffee. It's like, there, I got... Because when I don't eat breakfast... I don't realize it because I feel okay at first, but like later in the day, I feel awful. And it's because I didn't eat breakfast because I didn't give myself that like starting fuel. Most I, important meal of the day. I legitimately haven't eaten breakfast for probably over a year. Dude, you should start eating breakfast. Just literally just like, get a cup of yogurt. It's just something to get you started. Because when you start on, you're just running on like no fuel. And that just yeah, feels Yeah, so your awful. body's burning a lot of fat. But it also just makes you feel like shit because you have no energy. Yeah. And you just feel lethargic. Right now, because I ate lunch, but before that, I was running on Empty a lemon, a lemon Gatorade. So, that's so sugar, you just run on sugar. Yeah, which if for anyone whose whose body's pretty much like you haven't eaten in a while and you just have sugar, that feeling is so fucking awful. I oh hate my that god! Feeling. Like when I haven't had anything to eat and I'll drink like a Coke, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go die now. Yeah, it feels so bad. I okay, so I've never had a problem with feeling bad after fast food. It just started. This year in 2018, I don't know if it's because now I'm like getting more into my 20s. It's age, because it's all like of a the sudden, same thing with why we don't eat as much candy as we used to. Because remember when we first started living together, we would walk to 7-Eleven almost every night, and we would we would collectively get 15 to 20 dollars of just candy and soda yeah. and shit. Like Not every night, night crawlers and and the fucking what are those Skittles Milano, and chips, Milano and cookie? the cookies, yeah. And like we would just get like Twix and Twizzlers and like just load up a bag. And then be like, and in the very beginning, we'd fucking hook it up, baby. Oh, fuck. I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> that makes me sick. When I think of hookah, I just feel ill to my stomach. We hooked, we hooked it up so we much. We fired up the hook. That I will be f- satisfied with never firing it up ever again. I have had in, it has been over three years since I've done a hookah now. And I have had zero desire to go do, to even <laughs> smoke a hookah once. Same. Because one hour of hookah is apparently equivalent to 60 cigarettes. But it, like in the beginning, it was just nice. The, the thing that's nice about it is you get a buzz, and it's a lot of smoke, and it's fun. It's just it's fun. so much fun to it's blow. Just fun blowing smoke, you know. 
But God, guys, we can't recommend doing hookah because that is so bad for you. Yeah. That's like just chain smoking like five packs of cigarettes. And I honestly like, I know that it's like the whole joke about how I, I jewel, but honestly, I wish I didn't. And I know we joke about it because it's funny, but don't. I don't want anyone to do it or like try it because I do it and it's like a we're, meme. It's like I legitimately do we're, it. We're joking. Like if I'm joking about smoking cigarettes or you're sm joking about Jewel, it's self-deprecation. It's not legitimately this is funny. I hate that I smoke this thing. It's awful. I hate that I smoke it makes cigarettes. Me feel like shit. And then like you'll see the comments because I saw one the other day and I it's just, not the other day but like a while ago where it's like you're just weak. Just quit. It's just like. Well, I mean, honest, honestly, yeah, I could just quit because I've quit cold turkey before, but I think you have to want to quit. And like, even though I That's know cigarettes thing. is gross, there's a part of me that still it's part of it's the addiction and part of it's just kind of like habit. It's like it feels nice to kind of it's my excuse to get out of the office and just kind of like go outside for a little bit and get some fresh air, even though I'm putting tar in my lungs. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> just how brutally said that, like putting tar in my lungs. <laughs> like, why am I the one smoking the jewel? You should be smoking the jewel, dude. I don't, I don't listen, know. Ryan. Here's what we should do. Didn't you just get me a jewel? Or yeah. Did you, were you lying? No, I really got you a jewel yesterday. What color? Black. <gasps> I'm saying you should you get a jewel. Gunmetal. Gunmetal. Yeah. Sorry. Black was copyrighted. <laughs> Let's get. Listen. Take get the jewel I bought you. You can stop smoking in 2019. Just start jeweling, and we can still go outside and get some fresh air and just jewel. Just go just stand by jewel your car. together. You, it doesn't you still smell, get a buzz. Doesn't smell. I get a stronger buzz from this than if you smoke a cigarette. And no smell. It's I think it's cheaper than cigarettes, and you're not putting that shit in your lungs, and your mouth won't taste bad. You don't get a bad taste from it. Hold on, let me get. I'm it. not advertising jewel by any Cause, means. Because you I shouldn't heard, do it unless you're trying to get off smoking. Because I heard these new things. If you smoke them and you exhale instead of smoke, it's an ad read. So hold on, real quick. Put on your big grandpa diapers because it's time to talk about Upstart. Grandpa, tell me about Upstart. Well, applying for a loan is a lot like applying for a job that you don't get to interview for. Instead, loan companies <coughs> make their decisions based off your credit score and history without getting to know the whole you. <coughs> <coughs> now thanks to Upstart.com, it never has to be that way again. Thanks, Grandpa. Upstart is revolutionizing the way you borrow money by rewarding you for your job experience and education in the form of a smarter interest rate. <laughs> Grandpa, if only you had Upstart when you started Super Mega, you probably could have done a lot more. We probably could have afforded a Super Mega brand hot air balloon to get to work and back. Grandpa, I read that unlike traditional credit underwriting, which could be biased against people with short credit history, Upstart goes beyond the traditional FICO score when assessing your credit worthiness. Oh, God! That's right! Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score. They makes it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate in less than two minutes without affecting your credit score, which is faster than the time it takes me to... And Grandpa, I heard that the best part is once your loan's approved, the funds will be transferred to you the very next business day. The next day! That's right, over 100,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards, student loans, fund funerals, or make a large purchase. Yeah, Grandpa, Mom and Dad said they're gonna use Upstart to fund your funeral. That's right! Your parents will be able to free themselves from the burden of high-interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. So hurry to upstart.com slash supermega to find out how low your Upstart rate is. 
Checking your rate only takes two minutes. It won't affect your credit. This is usstar.com. Damn, that was a big rip. I know this this little jewel thing is crazy, right? Yeah. Packed with, with information and knowledge. What a fucking banger of an ad read that was. <sighs> Couldn't get much better than that. If I'm being honest, that was yeah, yeah. the pinnacles right there. Let me tell you something real quick before we end the podcast. I want to tell you how thankful I am that I got to do Super Mega with you this year. And I can't wait for another jam-packed year of 2019 with lots of new content. And we're going to try to do a lot more live action. Matthew, I am legitimately thank you. I had you in my life in 2015 because without you, I have no idea where I would have been. I don't know how lost I would have been. And I don't know if I could have gotten myself back... Back out there, out here, you know? Yeah, So I feel the same I, way about you, man. I really am appreciative of your presence and your friendship, and I am also thankful for what we've built together and for the people that have come together and supported that. Absolutely. So, well, we're wrapping up uh, our last podcast of 2018. It's much, been like your great... pre- much like your parents are wrapping up your gifts right now. And writing from Santa on it. <laughs> just just kidding. Yeah, He's Santa, real. Santa but guys, I hope you have a great, happy holidays. I'm sorry. I'm doing the war on Christmas things. Yeah, Merry Christmas, guys. And if someone says Happy Holidays to you, punch them in the face. We have to fight this war on Christmas. Okay? Got it? Oh, do you hear that? It's Santa Claus. Oh, I hear footsteps on the roof. Santa's Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 